to the show. This is Chris to Chris, comedy advice to fix your life. I am your host, Chris, joined in the studio today by the one, the only, the solo extraordinaire, audio engineer, producer, former best friend in the whole wide world, Mike, is in the building. Go ahead and say hi, Michael. Hey, yo, what's up? What's up, Mike? We also have our current best friend in the whole wide world standing in the corner on standby, ready whenever we need him, Dell. Let the folks at home know you are real. I am definitely a real person in the room. Thank you very much, Dell. You guys might know me, Chris, mostly from this podcast, Chris to Chris. It's a podcast that airs every single Friday, for the most part. Uh, new episodes every Friday, anywhere podcasts are sold for free. We're trying to get 8 billion people listening to this show. I want you to be one of those 8 billion people. We're on uh, Spotify, which you can uh, follow us. There's a link in every description on our website. Also, you know, probably probably on our uh, apps. Uh, you know what? Our apps. Like, you know, uh, as you know, Chris to Chris helped develop the Spotify app. Uh, where are we going with this? Point is we're on Spotify. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. If you could give us a five-star rating on Apple, you know, tell your friends. You know the real thing? I don't want to be a shill for this show every single week. That's not my goal. I don't want to spend the first two minutes just talking the same thing. Like, you know, if you're a regular listener, I'm not trying to just give you the same spiel. But, you know, uh, we got to get those 8 billion people. We got to. And one way to get those 8 billion people is you, you uh, telling your friends about the show. And there's lots of ways to make that happen. You know, lots of ways to get people officially listening to the show. Whether or not you subscribe to it for them, like our uh, our social media pages for them, at Up and Loaded, U-P-N-L-O-A-D-E-D, whatever it takes. As long as you are spreading the good word, like a, a Jehovah's Witness or a good Mormon, as long as you're doing that sort of thing. Or, you know, even a Scientologist. As long as you are spreading the word of Chris to Chris, uh, you're okay in my book. Anyway, uh, we got a great show for y'all this week. We're going to be talking about uh, Halo Infinite's newest uh, delay feature. We're also going to talk about some PlayStation money hats, uh, some Reckless Cops, Netflix's live-action Avatar show drama, listener questions, politics, the whole shebang. We got a lot. We got a lot to go. So uh, let's, let's, let's go. You guys uh, might have heard uh, Biden, uh, Joe Biden, made it official on Tuesday this week. Kamala Harris is the VP on his ticket. It's going to be Biden-Harris. And that is bad news for Donald J. Trump because Trump has been saying for, I don't know, I don't know how long, like the last month at least, since since, uh, George Floyd was murdered, Trump has been saying that Biden wants to defund the police. But... Biden just chose the biggest cop lover ever as his uh, VP, which I guess means Elizabeth Warren must be feeling pretty left out right now. You know, she dropped all of her principles for nothing. So uh, rest in peace uh, to Elizabeth Warren's VP chances. Anyway, uh, yeah, I don't want to spend too long on the whole uh, VP topic. We have like, 80 days so we, we have till november november 3rd to to talk about all of this in uh to you know to the to the point of nausea 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 we speak properly at chris to chris anyway uh let's move on it's just the tip of the week 
So I don't know if I've mentioned this more than nine, ten times on the show, but I used to work for Target about 15 years ago, early 2000s. I worked in the uh, garden department before they got rid of the garden department. So it was usually just myself working back there alone, very lonely. But occasionally one of my coworkers would actually show up to their shift and we would have two people. I do want to mention real quick that I did not start in the garden department. It was actually a total bait and switch con job because originally I was working inside of the store along with everybody else, right? I worked in the electronics department. I worked in housewares. I worked in toys. Toys is one of the worst departments you could possibly get stuck in. Kids do not put anything back where they found it, and uh, neither do a lot of their parents. And, you know, kids are notoriously filthy, and so are their parents. I've gotten a strep while working at Target. And, yeah, screw the toy department. Screw it. Uh, anyway, uh... It was, a, it was a part-time job, so I wasn't getting 40 hours a week, officially, on the record. So I, I officially had at least three days off most weeks. So one day, I'm watching Boy Meets World on ABC Family, as you do, and I get a phone call. It's Target, the store, the physical store is calling me. They said, yo, yo, you want to work four hours in the garden department today? You're going to get seven bucks an hour for four hours. That's like $28 before taxes. You better jump on this shit. I'm like, yo, why not? Let's make some money. So to make a long story longer, I do my first shift at the garden department. And it's pretty easy, pretty chill. And the manager of the department at the end of the day, she, she says to me, how would you like to work in the garden all the time. You know, you won't have to stay until midnight like everybody else. It's a dream job. You just do your shift, go home at a reasonable hour. So I said, hell yeah. Sign me up. And that was a huge mistake. Because I essentially signed up for day after day after day after day of loneliness and shitty weather. Because the garden department, it's not air-conditioned. It just had that, that, uh, that, what would you call that? That, uh, permeated blanket? What would you call that? I'm sure I'm, uh, missing, I, I, the word I'm, I'm trying to find is probably very common in the English vernacular. But what I'm trying to say is that there was no, no real shade and no real cooling of any kind, no real heating of any kind. In the winter, it's cold as shit. I got rained on all the time. In the summer, hot as shit. I got sweated on all the time by myself. So, uh, yeah, what I'm trying to say is that it sucked. And since I was usually the only person working, the store manager would just throw a real shit fit any time the, the garden department did not meet his expectations. One day... One day, he told my manager, my boss, that this garden department better look immaculate the next time he shows up. You know what? Uh, real quick. F*** that guy. Seriously. I busted my ass at that shitty job for seriously shitty pay. I remember, actually, when they, when they gave me a raise, you know, a yearly raise, I had my evaluation. They raised my pay from $7 an hour 
to $7.40 an hour. They said, you know, they, they went through all these reasons. Like, I, I, I kept that place together. I was the only guy that actually showed up to that department. So it was either me or my manager. And she was off smoking half the time. And so when I got my 40 cent, my 40 cent raise, you know, yeah, we can't afford, you know, we can't afford to give you more than 40 cents, dude. Like, <laughs> and it was that moment that I knew I would be quitting. I, I was going to quit this job. Anyway, uh, I think we're getting off topic. Uh, to recap, my coworker was always calling off. So they, they, they finally decided to hire this other chick to work in the, the garden department. And it was usually on my days off, so it was to counterbalance the uh, the MIA agent. You know what? What am I trying to say? I, I feel like I'm I feel like I'm making this more confusing than it is. I had a job. Let's, let's, let's make this simple. I had a job at Target. I worked it. My coworkers did not, so they hired somebody else to replace my coworkers without actually firing my coworkers. But it turns out that this replacement chick, she liked to call off too. So my phone was constantly ringing, asking me if I would like to work eight days a week. And eventually, you know, I started to ignore the calls. I, it was at a time where I was still living at home. And I gave them my house number. They didn't have my cell phone. I was like, I'm just not answering the, the house number. I, I, knew, I knew what that call would be. So anyway, this this new chick, she was a real pleasure. She she always had a bottle of soda in her hand, and she would loudly, loudly fart any moment there was a moment of peace and silence. So uh, also she was a she was a pretty self centered to boot, and I just didn't really like her as a person. You know, I do hope she's a fan of the show though. I do hope she's a fan. Anyway, if you if you worked in the gardening department at Target, it meant that you had to open on Saturdays, which meant that you had to get there at like, I want to say 6 a.m. so that you could water all the plants before the store actually opened. And I'm not a morning person. I think I mentioned that on the show. Today, I am two Red Bulls in, which is rare for me, but I'm also about four hours of sleep. And so, yeah, I'm not a morning person. So I, I hated working on Saturdays in particular. I hated working there in general, but Saturdays were especially lonely and sad. So when this new girl got hired, we started working every other Saturday, I believe. And one day she tells me that she has plans on Saturday and asks if I can work her shift for her. Now remember, I hate working on Saturdays. So I'm like, nah, nah, I'm good. I'm good. I've got plans too. And my plans were, you know, to, to sleep and to not be at Target on a Saturday. And she tried to hook me about how I'd be getting an extra day's worth of pay and blah, 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 blah. So I told her, I'm sorry. I can't work your Saturday. Just, just call off. Just call off. You can't work it? Call off. And what she heard when I said that was, I am going to work your Saturday don't worry about anything. So Saturday came and went. I enjoyed my sleep. And I show up on Monday and my boss says, so they, they fired that fart girl and it's pretty much your fault. You know, she said that you told her you would work for her on Saturday 
and nobody showed up. So I told her, no, I most certainly did not. But she didn't care, though, you know. They, they, were, they were looking for a reason to fire her at that point because, you know, she, like I said, she was a bad employee. She didn't show up either. So uh, this week's tip is to CYA, cover your ass. Uh, if you're going to be a self-centered liability, at least be competent at it, right? If you want to be lazy, you have to put in some effort, if that makes any sense. Anyway, let's move on to a little thing we like to call Video Game Corner. Halo Infinite has been delayed out of 2020. Microsoft did a big Halo Infinite reveal a few weeks ago during an Xbox Series X show, digital show. They opened the show with Halo Infinite. It was a big deal. They said, look, we've been teasing you guys with this game for years now. Here it is. Gameplay and all. Let us know what you think. It's coming out this year, launching with the Xbox Series X. Supposed to be a big deal. Supposed to be a big deal because the game has been in development for like 20, 30 years now. We're finally going to see the gameplay. We did. And people were not impressed. Microsoft had been saying that the Xbox Series X was going to be the most powerful video game console ever. But Halo Infinite did not look any better than any of the most recent Halo games before it on weaker hardware nonetheless. Oh, for those that don't know, by the way, uh, this game is also coming out to the Xbox One, the current Xbox system. The Xbox naming scheme is so confusing. I feel like I have to explain this to every, everybody, especially if you're not familiar, if you don't own, if you're not deeply entrenched in the Xbox universe, I feel like I gotta explain it. Xbox One is not the first Xbox anymore, it's the current Xbox. The next Xbox is the Xbox Series X, but it's also the Xbox Series S. Easy peasy, right? So, the point is that they're, they're making Halo Infinite for the Xbox Series X, but they're also making it for much, much weaker hardware, the Xbox One. So, people weren't impressed, and they decided, look, we're going to delay the game to 2021. They did not give an actual time frame. It's probably not January 2021. Who knows? It could be December 2021 for all we know. Because, you know, Halo games are, I think they typically release at the end of the year. Most uh, video game publishers, whether it be Microsoft, Sony, or Nintendo, they like to release big tentpole games that they know are going to sell like crazy at the end of the year. Zelda, I guarantee you, if it comes out in 2021, or 2020 for that matter, probably coming out at the end of the year. I say that as if the last Zelda game didn't come out in March. Forget me, I, I don't know what the hell I'm talking about except when I do Point is, this game was supposed to be uh, the big game that Microsoft launched with the Xbox Series X, but it doesn't look like they really have anything noteworthy to, to launch now. You know, I, I don't know what big exclusives they have. Like, what, what are they launching that, that's making you say, I have to have an Xbox Series X this year? I think they're only really going to get the most hardcore of hardcore people they just want to see that uh, graphics leap. So, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, they, they, they blame the delay not on, not on upgrading the look of it, but they delayed it on COVID-19. But like I said, the game has been in development for 
over 100 years now. So I don't, I don't think it's COVID's fault. I'm pretty sure that they, they just weren't expecting the backlash that they got from the fans, you know? But the, uh, the reaction has been pretty bad, so they're delaying it. And honestly, I think that they've boxed themselves into a development corner here. Because like I said, it's in development for a very powerful system and a much weaker system. It's an open world game, and they already bragged about it running at 60 frames per second. And they already bragged about it running at 4K resolution. So now they're like, okay, well, we, we got this. What, what I'm trying to say when I, when I say these bullet points is that it's not like a traditional Halo game, which is much more straightforward. So they, they have this giant world and it has to be rendered at uh, 60 frames per second, 4K. What I'm trying to say is that development resources are stretched a lot thinner than they typically are. So I think that this delay is kind of significant. You know, I, I read somewhere that they made, uh, they they decided to make it into an open world game because they want to turn Halo Infinite into this uh, games as a service kind of game. We're going to get more into that topic later, but uh, the idea was that they wanted to keep the game alive for like the next ten years. I, I have no idea if that's true, but I do kind of hate the idea as well. So I mean, like, yeah, they're they're really if if that is true, they're really uh, bringing home the name Halo Infinite. It's just supposed to be this game that just keeps going. Do you actually get an ending when you buy that game on a disc at launch? Or do you have to play the game for 10 years to finally see what happens? I don't know. Uh, so so now the Xbox Series X is launching without a big game. Oh, by the way, uh, they this is the other thing. They officially said that the Xbox Series X is launching this November. There's no actual date in November and no price yet. They just said, hey, it's coming out in November. Also, the cheaper Xbox, which we mentioned earlier, it was formerly known as Lockhart. It was leaked this week from a controller box for a white controller, a white Xbox controller. I think they called it like a robot white as the color. They're running out of names. They are officially calling it the Xbox Series S. So you got the Xbox Series S, the Xbox Series X. <sighs> I'm getting a headache just saying it again. Anyway, uh, th that has been your video game corner this week. But then wait, there's more. Just like uh, Billy Hayes. There's something else in the video game world that caught my attention this week that I do want to talk about real quick. Square Enix. Is it Enix or Enix? Square Enix? Well, we'll say Enix. That sounds more, uh, more American. Which, uh, you know, Square Enix is an American company. Square Enix has an Avengers game coming out next month, and it's been stirring up quite a quite a bunch of shit. Uh, last week, the, the big story with this Avengers game was that Sony ponied up a, a bunch of cash, dollar-dollar bills, to make sure that Spider-Man was only going to be playable on the PlayStation versions of the game, the PS4 and the PS5 version of the game. And, of course, that pissed off a lot of people that were planning to get the game on Xbox or PC. Because I guess, you know, I guess Spider-Man is kind of a popular character. You know, I always thought he was kind of niche. But I guess people really care about Spider-Man. So a lot of people just straight up said, okay, well, I'm just not going to get the game at all now. I'm not going to get the game at all. They, they actually released a, one of the guys from the developers. So Square Enix is publishing it. Crystal Dynamics, the, the guys who have developed the, the Tomb Raider games, 
they they had a guy uh, interviewed about it, and he said, or they put out a statement, and they said, I, I, I wish I had the quote right in front of me, but one of the things he said was, you know, uh, if you still want to enjoy, if you still want to play Spider-Man, you can enjoy playing him on PlayStation. As if, as if the people... It's just so, this is incredible. The the people who own an Xbox or own a gaming PC but don't own a PlayStation, you're telling them that, well, if you do want to play as Spider-Man, you totally can. You just need to uh, spend $260 plus cash or plus uh, tax to uh, get a new PlayStation and uh, this game. Incredible. Incredible. Uh, there was also a leak on uh, Reddit that showed off a couple of exclusive skins that you could get for your Avengers. And depending on who your mobile provider is, change the look of the Avengers. So if you have Verizon, you can get a free set of, I'm calling it this, but that's kind of what it is, Verizon Red costumes for your Avengers. So you can you can show off your love of Verizon whenever you play the game. So what I'm saying is, like, everybody... It's kind of like the uh, X-Men in the first few X-Men movies when they all wore black. They all wore uniforms that were very similar, and they were all black. This is a similar case where they're all wearing uh, uniforms that are red, and they just kind of look like they're trying to match each other instead of, like, what the Avengers dress as. Uh, Virgin Mobile and Intel have their own exclusive skins as well. This game, kind of like uh, possibly Halo Infinite, uh, this game, The Avengers, is a live service games as a service kind of game. It's it's What I mean is it's constantly going to be updated. It's a way to try to keep you engaged in the game and constantly spending money on things like skins. And, uh, yeah, uh, corporations are using the game as a commercial platform, as we're seeing with Virgin or a Virgin, a Verizon, Intel. Who knows what's next, right? I, ho- I hope that I can get Captain America decked out in, you know, like a McDonald's red and yellow, red and yellow shield and costume, looking tacky as hell. I want a big M on his shield where the star should be. A big, big yellow M on his back. Captain America. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I love freedom. So uh, the the whole thing kind of sounds gross to me, if, if that's not coming through clearly. But I don't know. What the hell do I know? What the hell do I know? Anyway, let, let's move on to the news. Local Florida man Billy Woods... Oh, sorry. Uh, local Florida sheriff... Billy Woods has issued a mandate that police officers working under him are not allowed to wear masks. Uh, Mr. Woods, he works in Ocala, Florida, which just recently put out their own mandate that you must wear a mask in their city. I think it's a whole county, actually. But uh, Catfish Billy here, he don't like that mandate. So he sent out an email to his people that said the rules do not apply to him. He wrote, 
Now, that ordinance exempts government entities and leaves the decision to the figureheads. So, as for us, my order will stand as is when you are on duty working as my employee and representing my office. Masks will not be worn. So uh, CNN said that uh, he did give a few exceptions. Cops have to wear masks in uh, courthouses, schools, hospitals, and, you know, any time that they're dealing with old people, almost as if there are actual reasons to wear the mask. And, you know, he also extended his uh, dumbass policy to anybody that uh, walks into the sheriff's office or offices. They have a, a district office and a, a regular office. So, you know, uh, you walk in. You better uh, take off that mask or they're going to ask you to leave. But honestly, realistically, what are they going to do if you refuse to leave? Are they going to arrest you, thereby keeping you there? Then what? Then what? It will, uh, will, will Deputy Dipshit explain to the mayor that they arrested you because you refused to comply with an order that violates the city's orders? I don't know. His, his official reason was that uh, we got to do this because people really hate cops right now. I'm sure this is going to help, Billy. This will fix it. This will fix how people feel about you. He said, in light of the current events, when it comes to the sentiment and or hatred toward law enforcement in our country today, this is being done to ensure there is clear communication and for identification purposes of any individuals walking into a lobby. Actually, that makes sense. That makes sense. Uh, the, the main reason that people don't like cops right now is because we can't see each other's mouths. Thank you, Billy. Thank you. Uh, that has been the news. Oh, before I forget... I wanted to talk about this live-action Avatar show from Netflix. It was announced about, like, two years ago, but we haven't really heard much about it since. It was a big deal when it was announced because it was going to be developed by the two guys that made the original cartoon on Nickelodeon. And it's a really good show if you haven't seen it. It's available currently on Netflix or on uh, DVD, Blu-ray, whatever. I'm not, I'm not a walking commercial for them. You can find it. It's a good show. But on Wednesday of this week, uh, one of the creators, Mr. Michael Dante DiMartino, he said on his website that uh, neither him or the other creator are involved with the show anymore. He pretty much said, you know, it, it might end up being a good show, but it will not be the show that we planned on making. He said that in so many words. And Netflix, you know, they gave a quick little response saying, yo, we, we like these fools, but our show is going to be good. You know, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. We're spending a lot of money on this. Don't worry about it. So we'll see. We'll see. Uh, it will be kind of hard to top that uh, amazing M. Night Shyamalan movie, though. So best of luck to us all. Hey, Dell, what time is it? Chris to Chris presents Listen Question Time. Thank you, Dell. Our first question comes from Ken. Ken asks... Do you think Kermit the Frog lied when he said it ain't easy being green? Ken, I think Kermit was right in the sense that if you're green, people automatically assume that you are a jealous, envious kind of person or, you know, good at gardening. Green, green thumb. Uh, 
And I, I don't think that there is an actual history of green people or frogs being systemically oppressed for the green color. So, you know, I can't really, I can't really speak to that. But I do, I do want to mention that Kermit seems to think there are a lot of songs about rainbows, but I can only think of two. And that's uh, Somewhere Over the Rainbow from uh, Dorothy Oz and The Rainbow Connection by Kermit the Frog. Why are there so many songs about rainbows? Uh, but I can't think of any others. I'm going to have to look into this. Thank you for the question, Ken. Uh, very thought-provoking. Sean asks, Are you hoping the Russians give us Kanye West for our next president? You know, just to mess with us? Sean, uh, Kanye is not my rapper of choice for president, but I do believe he is the only rapper that's currently running. And to be fair... He's probably the most talented musician out of anybody currently running for president. I have seen pretty much all of these fools dance. Trump, I saw him dancing at a uh, Epstein event back in the day. It, it wasn't pretty. Uh, Kamala Harris dances a lot. I don't, I don't think that's a great look for her either. And, uh, I, you know, I, the one, only person I think I've seen Biden dance, but the only one I, I, I haven't seen dance is uh, probably Mike Pence. I think da dancing is probably forbidden in his circles so uh maybe we can get mike pence to uh do a little dance for us make a little love get down tonight uh yilly asks do dogs contemplate their lives yes yes they do yilly uh a happy dog thinks about how awesome their life is like all the time they're a happy dog is so grateful especially especially the rescue dogs you know maybe if they're a puppy and they were just born into a hierarchy like a very rich uh lineage of uh humans like uh what what's the 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 what's the effect um the woman who sued oh my gosh oh my gosh hold on guys stay with me stay with me stay with me ah it's right there it's right there the mom the the mom on meet the fuckers you guys know who i'm talking about right oh it's right there you know what you're going you're gonna to stay with me this entire time. We're going to figure this out together. IMDB.com. This is so annoying. Uh, why, not why do birds suddenly appear. It's uh, you are the wind beneath my wings. You know who I'm talking about. And the fact that I said the mom from Meet the Fockers makes me, you could tell, you could tell my age kind of by, uh, just by that alone because that's not what she was historically known for. She had a uh, notorious beef with Walter Matthau. He hated her guts. He hated her guts. You should look that up someday. I'm going to look it up. Meet the Fockers. Oh, my gosh. We, we, we're going we're gonna to figure this out together. We're going to figure this out. <sighs> Barbara Streisand. The Streisand effect. That was what I was trying to say earlier. Why am I talking about Barbara Streisand? Oh, uh, so, Yilly. Barbara Streisand cloned her dogs, uh, or dog. She had a dog that passed away. And she made multiple clones of her dog that she loved so much. Because, of course, that's what you do. Of course, that's what you do. Who, who among us, let he who has not cloned their dog cast the first stone? That is uh, such a, a rich, out-of-touch celebrity thing to do. Of course, yeah. Gonna, I, I cannot deal with this loss. I refuse to to confront this loss, I will clone my dog 
and make multiple clones because that's probably how it works at the uh, the the cloning company. They said, "Look, you get you get six clones. You you, you can do one clone, but it's going to cost you like a crazy amount. We can make six for like less than less than twice as much. Come on, it's a much better deal. You get six of your dog. You get six times the love." So, uh, I think we really went off the rails there. But yeah, I do think uh, most dogs do do contemplate their lives. And especially if they are in a fairly happy home, I think they're usually pretty appreciative. Now, I, I do think sad dogs think about how awesome their life could be. Again, especially the rescue dogs. So, rescue a dog, folks. I say that as uh, somebody who currently doesn't have a dog. But one day, I will rescue all of the dogs and all of the cats. I, I can't promise that. Mike, edit that out. Edit that out. Thank you for the question, Yilly. Uh Devin asks, have you ever been in the same photograph more than once? Funny you should bring that up, Devin. I sure have. I sure have. I think I mentioned... Oh, I did. I know I did. Uh, we, we talked about uh, Charlie uh, from Washington, D.C. The uh, D.C. field trip I was on in eighth grade. Charlie is not a, a significant point in this story. But uh, again, I did go to uh, Washington, D.C. on a field trip in eighth grade. And while there, while there, uh, we did this uh, photo shoot, if you could call it that. This was, when was eighth grade? I think it, this was the year 2000. Wow, 20 years ago. 20 years ago today. Not today. Uh, 20 years ago and a couple months ago. I was in Washington, D.C. with the 8th grade class, and we were with this photographer, and they they were going to do a full photo, a big panoramic photo of the entire 8th grade class, which was a lot of kids. You know, uh, that was a lot of kids to, to take a picture of. And panoramic photos were not, they weren't commonplace like they are today. You know, there was no phone you couldn't just whip out your phone and say, hey, I'm going to take this long-ass photo. No, it was a special camera that was on this uh, this uh, swiveling tripod, like this, this uh, machine-operated swiveling tripod. So it was moving very slowly, turning. You can't see my hand, but it's, it's pretending it's a camera moving slowly in a clockwise direction. So they said, hey, you know, we do this thing. We do this thing where... Uh, where, oh, you know what? I'm realizing that my answer is not actually accurate. I I don't think I was in the same photo twice. I think it was just the teachers. Maybe I was. I don't know. I'll have to look at the photo. I'll have to find it. Point is, I'm getting ahead of myself. Point is, they said, at least to the teachers, they said, we like to do this fun thing in this panoramic photo. Once the camera passes you, all the teachers on the uh, left side are going to run across to the right side so that they could appear twice in the picture. And they might have said that to everybody on the, the left side. I don't know. What I do remember, here's what I really remember about this photo. Because I know for sure that the teachers are in the photo twice. But what I remember is that they were so strict these photographers. I hate these photographers. You're bringing up a bad memory, Devin. Uh, I... I Ooh, I'm getting mad. So, the the way they set this photo, I don't know if it was the, what is it called, the golden hour of photography? The sun was just right. So, it was just 
pointing directly in my eyes. It was in my eyes. And they, these photographers were so strict, they said, don't you move a fucking muscle. Don't you move a muscle or we're going to start this thing over. They weren't just talking to me. They were talking to everybody. But I was the only one that had the sun directly in his eyeballs. You know, the first time, I was kind of squinted a little bit, right? Kind of squinted a little bit. And so they started the whole thing over. They said, you, you piece of shit. You better, you better keep your eyes open or we're going to do this all day long. So that day, I, I pulled a, an unwilling Donald Trump kind of move. Remember when Trump was looking at the eclipse without any kind of protective eyewear? I didn't have my fake Oakleys on. So I'm just waiting. I, what I, did I mention? Here, here's the real kicker. I was on the right side. Yeah, I wasn't in this photo twice. I remember now. I wasn't in the photo twice. I'm on the right side. So the, the camera started on the left side. It's a long panoramic photo. Remember, the camera is moving very slowly. I'm on the right. I'm on the very end. The very end in the corner. The bottom left corner or the bottom right corner. And they said, don't move a muscle. And so the, the entire time. The entire time, this camera is slowly moving. I have to. I, I get to hear people giggling as the teachers are running to the other side and having fun. And the, the camera people are just looking at my eyes. Don't you, don't you squint. Don't you blink, you son of a bitch. So I had to willingly, forcefully keep my eyes open. They're just watering like, like a, a Ren and Stimpy close-up. Just bursting with the red veins and uh, just liquids, liquids just flowing. They're just like, uh, uh, just like kind of collecting in my eyeballs, just waiting to explode until I, it, it finally ended. And, you know, I, I, pro I probably lost uh, some of my vision that day. Wow. Uh, thank you. Thank you again for the, the good memories, Devin. Uh, Ken asks, are masks your favorite fashion accessory? Well, Ken, uh, since the pandemic began, I, I started wearing hats a lot more often and uh, masks way more than I used to. I don't think I ever wore masks except for maybe uh, Halloween. But now I wear them all the time, all the time. But apparently I've been wearing the wrong masks. I've been wearing, I didn't even know that these that, that, uh, they were called this, but I've been wearing neck gaiters. And a study just came out. I can't be uh, bothered to read the entire thing because, you know, I'm a busy guy that makes uh, a super popular podcast. But a study just came out that apparently says neck gaiters are more dangerous than wearing nothing at all because the, the nylon fabric in them uh, breaks up the COVID molecules smaller, which makes it easier to inhale or something. Uh, so now I'm wearing regular masks now, but shit, like, how, why did it take them so long to figure it out? And, and if you're not familiar with what the neck gator is, it's it makes you look like a badass. You know, instead of some guy just wearing a, a regular mask, you look like a badass. The, everywhere I went, people said, hey, are you a badass? And I'd be like, yeah, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for noticing. So, uh, yeah, I guess they're my favorite uh, accessory, Ken. Devin asks, what cheer did the girls back in Philly have that really got the crowd hyped? Devin, uh, I think I got this. 
We beat them. We dissed them. We kicked their butt good. But that was kind of stupid, y'all. We in their neighborhood. Run! Thank you for the question, Devin. Ken asks, how uninterested are you in politics? I, I like the phrasing. Well, uh, Ken, I am uninterested enough to watch hours and hours of political commentary videos every single week from uh, particularly the new media commenters on well, mostly on YouTube. But I'm not interested enough to watch the talking heads on MSNBC or CNN or Fox News or OWN. I'm not interested enough to watch them clutch their pearls every week over tweets and, and rap lyrics. So uh, I guess you could say I'm mildly uninterested. Thanks for the questions, everybody. As always, you can ask us questions on our website, upandloaded.com, on our social media pages, which you should follow. Get your mom to follow. It's Up and Loaded, U-P-N-L-O-A-D-E-D. -E We're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instant Graham Cracker. And uh, speaking of polls, I know we weren't speaking of them, but speaking of polls, let's, uh, let's wrap the show up with some poll results. Last week, we asked on our Twitter, we said, would you spend $30 to rent Mulan on Disney Plus? Now, immediately after I created this poll, the story started coming out saying, actually, uh, Disney has clarified. I think they damage controlled, really. But they said, Disney has clarified. This $30 you're spending on Disney Plus for Mulan is not an actual rental. You will get to watch it forever. So, uh... Complaining works, people. So, uh, yeah, we said, would you spend $30 to rent Mulan on Disney Plus? And I guess you could see from these results, maybe they looked at our Chris to Chris poll, and that's how they decided to uh, walk that back. But only uh, a quarter of you guys said that uh, you would spend that kind of money. You said, yes, make a man out of me. But uh, three quarters of you said, nah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm not spending 30 bucks for a rental. This week's poll asks... What is the best rainbow song? Don't forget to uh, subscribe to this show and follow us. Oh, by the way, uh, you know, before we get into that quick little spiel, you guys can uh, leave us voicemails as well. I think I, I, I mentioned that on every other episode except for this one. Until now, uh, leave us a voicemail. We will play it, probably. Uh, we'll reply to it. Ask us a question. Give us a comment. We want to hear it. Uh, our phone number is 909-486-3673 or 909-GUN-DOPE. 909-GUN-DOPE. Uh, Leave us a voicemail. We want to hear from you. Uh, the guys, this has been episode 94 of Chris to Chris. Do me a favor and enjoy your weekend or else. <laughs>